how would you feel if the child you raised for 15 years wound up being the one that caused you to go to over to the afterlife? What is going on? How y'all guys doing? Welcome to another edition of Joe's Crime Stories. If it's your first time tuning into the broadcast, do me a favor. Go ahead on, hit that like, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell up top. Please like and share. Please like and share. Shout out to the podcast family that has been downloading stuff over here for us. I appreciate you guys for the love. Uh, we recently achieved in 30 days 405 downloads. Y'all heard me? 405 downloads for this podcast. I have now 240 listeners across the world. I appreciate y'all for everything you do. I really appreciate that. I'm just hoping that we can keep continuing this uh, podcast and keep continuing to getting people getting informed about some of the cases that has happened long ago and current and things that are recently have just passed on with sentencing all right so enough with me doing all of that uh one more thing i gotta note to everybody too before we start the broadcast next month will be killer husbands month that's right in october we're talking about husbands who killed their wives that will be the main thing in October. There's some there's some cases where it's going to blow your mind where husbands just killed their wives for all things. Also, shout out to my producer that is in here tonight, this evening, Roger. Thank you, Roger, for being here, brother. You know how we do. Now, with that being said, let's jump into this case that's going to blow your mind here. If you see beside me, this is the case of the Nicholas Wagner Browning case. You see this young man, which is right here in the blue shirt, along with his mother and his father and his little brothers. He looks like the perfect son. I'm talking about everything you could possibly dream of. But let's go and find out how this story all started now this story started on february the 9th of 1992 okay nicholas wagner browning was born all right now his parents was john w browning and tamarin uh browning now his father was a big time lawyer 
okay? Now, if you want to know anything about uh, Cockeysville, Maryland, it is basically in Baltimore County, all right? It is a suburb from Baltimore, Maryland, and it has got a population of 20,776 uh, people at the time when this all occurred. Now, please keep in mind that now it has exploded with a little bit more people than that because as it was uh, recently updated that I think they're pushing around 30,000, all right? Nice place to live, though. Good schools, nice housing, you know, good for the working class, the American dream. Now, Nicholas is not your average type of kid, all right? Nicholas is not the type of kid that you hear in these stories that was acting wild, getting out of control. He was actually a good kid. He did what he had to do. He listened. He was good on He made the honor roll. His father loved him. He was everything that you would want in a teenage son. Now, while he was getting it in, his mom was a doting mother. Tamara loved being home with the kids. She loved nurturing them and taking care of them. So that was her thing. That was what she liked to do. Now, all of the brothers were a part of the Boy Scout Scouts, okay? And not to mention, too, uh, young Nicholas Browning played golf. He even was on the lacrosse team, and he liked to ski. So you would think, like I said before, the perfect kid you could ever imagine. But there were some disturbing things about this young man that was coming to surface that no one knew about. Now, Nicholas would like to joke with his friends that he sometimes thought about killing his parents and his brothers and sisters and his brothers in their sleep. Now, you know, 15, a lot of people would not pay that no attention. He also complained about his father a lot. Now, the thing about it is he also bragged about how rich his father was. His father was was very profitable in his uh, business as being a lawyer. He even told a lot of his uh, friends that he wanted some of that money. And he didn't like it because his dad would always get on him about stuff. Now, another thing about him that nobody didn't know about that behind the scenes is that young Nicholas also had a bad streak behind closed doors. He was getting to the point where he wanted to beat up his younger brothers. Okay. Like to the point that I think he would leave Mark sometimes still from his dad's liquor cabinet and would even sometimes steal the car and would not, let nobody know about it until he parted it back without a permit or a license. 
Now, a lot of people said that he was so spoiled that he would pick on people that was less fortunate than him and that he would also pick on black people. But I don't know. Like I said before, that's neither here or there. Now, a lot of people say that he got away with everything, that his family, even though his dad yelled at him, his dad always looked out for his best interests. Now, this is what happened. So one Saturday, all right, on February the 1st, a week before this kid's 16th birthday, he goes and calls uh, for help, right? When everybody arrived, I mean, you know, he returns around Saturday around 5 p.m. And then he went and did the deed. Now, after he did the deed, he went and spent Friday night and all day Saturday with his friends. Now, when that all happened, they said the night that this led to him uh, hurting and murdering his parents, John had wanted his son to accompany the family to Western Maryland Saturday, but Nicholas wanted to stay home and party with his friends. Now, the night of the killings, Nicholas Lee abruptly left the friend's house and walked more than two miles to his parents' home, and he returned five hours later. Now, Brownie then began inviting friends to a party at his house on Saturday night before returning home and faking surprise at finding their dead bodies. Several sources, including police, said, now, as the police worked the crime scene that Saturday night, officers were repeatedly interrupted as students unaware of the horror inside the house kept arriving expecting the party. So imagine that now. This is kind of crazy. So you invite the kids to come to a party and then you call the cops to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I just found my parents dead. Seemed like to me he wanted the attention of his friends to see that he had dead people he that he basically his parents was found murdered i think in a way he wanted the attention and he wanted sympathy he wanted a combination of both now that's what you call right there some narcissist behavior when you want the attention and you want it to be all about you wow that is pretty disgusting to be 15 acting like that now browning did not immediately confess to the crime but he claimed the botched robbery led to the murders that's what he was saying. After about six hours of interrogation, he admitted to the murders. After the police found inconsistencies in his stories. Now, Browning marked his 16th birthday behind bars in a Baltimore County Detention Center that Saturday. The same day, about 1,300 people attended a funeral for his family at Trinity Assembly of God Church in Lutherville. Now, in a statement released after the funeral, family members expressed support for Nicholas Browning. Our concern and love goes out to Nick. They wrote, whatever else lies ahead, he's a member of our family, and we he will have our support. Boy, I'm telling you, this is real crazy to have 
that kind of support from the family. Now, I'm going to play a clip of some of the videos that was played during that time. Oh, I'm not going to play that one. I thought I was something else. I'm going to bypass that one. So as soon as this went, this was like crazy. Everybody was like trying to figure out what would make a kid that was like this kill his parents. Like they were like, you know, dude might have joked and act crazy, but, you know, who would have ever thought? Now, a lot of people thought the motive was he killed his parents was that he wanted the inheritance of his father's wealth. And I'm quite sure that probably was what he was thinking because he kept telling people about how loaded his dad was. Now, whenever he did went up for a bond, he was denied a bond that same day. So... As soon as things got to that point, you know it was time for the trial. So when he was 16, he can't with a plea, right? He entered a plea. The plea he entered that he reached with the prosecutors was on January of 2009 to four counts of first-degree murder, and he was sentenced to four life terms in prison, with two life terms to be served consecutively. Now, the way they did this, when you heard what I just said, they sentenced him to four life terms. He had two life terms served consecutively. That basically means that he is eligible for parole after 20 years. Now, the thing about it is, will the family, his family, support him getting out of jail? Well, we're about to find out as soon as I give you some more information about what's going on. Now, they said he may be eligible for parole in 2031 after serving 23 years of his sentence with good behavior. Now, he's currently in the Western Correctional Institution in Cumberland, Maryland. And he was denied a sentence reduction in 2014. Now, currently, uh, the kid is um, really uh, locked up in the jail, but he do have a pen pile. Now, I was trying to, I have to show y'all again, but he has a pen pal where people can write them. Uh, a lot of jail people have this pen pal where you can write them, email them, JPAL. Now, a lot of times on the JPay, they can't email you on some, most facilities they can't. They have to write you through your address. But a lot of times they will, uh, if they can email back on JPay, they will. So, you know. That's what a lot of these prisoners, especially ones that are really uh, famous, actually do to get their fan mail or whatever have you. So, and to get in touch with families. 
So after Brown and now 21 in 2014, like I said, uh, with multiple life sentences, said that he was not getting mental health treatment, and that's why he was trying to get a sentence reduction. But Judge Thomas J. Bollinger Sr. said he denied this request because he felt like the circumstances that it would not help with the circumstances of his incarceration. Browning had asked to be able to serve all of the terms at the same time, which all but 30 years suspended. So basically, he was trying to make it concurrent. So if he would have made it concurrent with the sale reduction, all he would have had to do is basically get a reduced sentence, then make it instead of 30 years, he had 20 years to serve, and then boom, ya bam, he would have been doing his thing all over again. He could have been out as early as 2005 or 2000, and, I mean, 2025. Well, Brown's attorney, uh, Joshua Trim, argued the re Reducing several of the murder counts doesn't get him out any earlier, but will make him eligible for treatment. He said Brian still could not be released without the approval of a parole board. Now, Nicholas Brian committed what I don't think words can adequately describe as an unaffectable act, Trim said. But Trim said mental health professionals who evaluate Brian have recommended treatment, which would potentially help answer the question of why Brian killed his family members. Brian, who appeared in the court with short cropped hair and a light blue DOC shirt and loose fitting jeans, spoke only briefly thanking family who continued to visit him. Words can't describe what I did, he said. Asked the judge to reconsider the sentence, not for me, but my family. Deputy State Attorney Robin Coffin said Brown's sentence was appropriate because he showed no empathy in the killing of his family. It was the state's position at the time of sentencing and the state's position today. This crime was so heinous that Nicholas Browning should never get out of jail, she added. At the time of the murder, when he would speak with detectives, the only thing he said about his parents was they were harsh and strict. Browning shot and killed his father, John, his mother, Tamara, his 14-year-old brother, Gregory, and his 11-year-old brother, Benjamin. Later, Browning told police he tossed his father's gun into nearby woods and went into a friend's house where he played played video games and the family was found on february the uh-huh. 2nd 2008. so with that being with that said guys when i looked at this case and discovered this case this is my thoughts on it i mean the kid yeah okay you say you need mental health reform but to me you knew right from wrong you were smart enough at 15 years old to go ahead here, methodically go to a friend's house, chill there t- the day before revealing your parents, calling help for your parents to be discovered. You also had friends, a party. You invited people for a party for that to go down so they could be able to be like, all right, yeah, yeah, man, I know you're here for the party, but look what I've done. You know, let me get this sympathy now. Let me get this sorrow. I'm all alone, blah, blah, blah. And then when it came to the trial, you showed no emotion. You didn't show you were sad. You didn't show that, you know, you, you know, you cared 
about anybody. You just was out here just being messy. You know what I'm saying? Like you just you made it all about you and your family, which is a blessing. You got a family that loves you. They still coming to visit you and support you. When I would have just cut you off as a lost soul. Sorry, 15 or not. You're doing grown people stuff. You're taking lives. And the only reason you motive you really had is because you told the detectives your parents were strict. And not to mention you told your friends you always wanted your dad's money because you felt like you was entitled to it. Dude, you are the epitome of today's generation that I talk about on my other streams that don't want to go out here and put in the work and listen to adults. You're the you're the actual poster boy for it. And now you want everyone to just think that because you've been in jail since 2009, you know, give me a second chance. I've been in jail for five years. I realize what I've done. I'm ready to come home now. No, bro. It's not how that works. You're going to do this time. You're going to do this time. You wanted to make the decision to take your parents out. You're going to enjoy every bit of them 30 plus years you got in jail right now. And if you get up for parole, I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you should get out. I personally think you get, I hope you get denied. I hope you, because yo, you took away something precious that people do not have a chance to experience. You took away a family, your own family for some selfish reasons. And I'm sorry. I just can't support this guy ever getting out. Sorry, I don't give a damn if he was 15. You came from a home where you was a lawyer. Your dad was a freaking lawyer. Your mom was a was a was a was a was a person that provided warmth and love and, and nourishment. A homemaker. Bro, this this right here is the epitome of what the hell. And then you want everybody to just like really give you no. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, I know I usually don't go off a ramp on these cases, but this case kind of made me mad because he had everything that everybody wanted to be successful in life. He had a nurse, he had a, a father that was successful. He had a mom that was a was a homemaker. He had brothers that would love to probably look up to him as big bro. And he just threw it all away because he didn't like to play by the rules. I mean, bro, if you didn't like to play by the rules, just do like most teenagers that's rich do. Just freaking walk away. That's what they mostly do. Walk the fuck away. At 15. This right here, man. This just gets under my skin. So I was going to search before I end this. What happened to the uh Nicholas uh estate? I want to see did he get any parts of it? And I'm about to find out for y'all now. One second.
Give me one second. I'm trying to see if he did. I think he did. And I'm trying to find out, but I don't think, I don't think he did. So I don't think, I think he did get the money because the family said they've been supportive. And everything else but there was also said that him and his dad did not have a good relationship he did not like his dad's rules because his dad was all about business they said his dad was the type of man he was about you know discipline excellence you know like any other good father would be exactly so with that being said y'all get in the comment section and tell me what y'all think about this young man do you think that nicholas browning should get a second chance to get out after he served his 23 years and be able to live his life the way he see fit being at that time 39 years of age or do you think that nicholas browning should continue to rot in jail even though he said when he did this he was real young Please like, share, and subscribe. I just want to get everybody's opinion on this. Also, if you're on my podcast, please, Joe's Crime Stories, guys, give it a review. Tell me what you think about this podcast. I just want to find out from y'all guys, what do y'all think should happen to this young man? Should he get a second chance after killing not one, not two, but four of his most closest family members at age 15 and have yet to show any remorse except for saying that he's an adult now and he's sorry for what he's done and he's knowledge he's done wrong i mean do you think he could change i need to let y'all know what y'all think because to me i don't know man i just i just can't i can't i can't rock with it that's just me but, you know, I'm just trying to be as, as thorough as I can on this. But that's all I got for y'all guys. And be prepared. Starting next week, husband killing wives. It's going to be the new That's going to be the new thing. Husband killing wives. Well, we're going to talk about some crazy stories of husbands getting it in, killing their wives. Whether it's for the side piece, insurance money, whether it's for... The fact that the matter it was in a rage of passion or she cheated on him. It's going to be good, man. Y'all going to love it. Please like, share, subscribe. <laughs> you know how I do, man. We out over here.